0: and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray. And as always, I'm joined by one of the marvelous members of the Blueprint Live online team. And we are continuing our breakdown of the Blueprint diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT diagnostic to be more specific, psych section jumping into a discrete set of questions today. Don't forget you get this half- length diagnostic for free at blueprintmcat.com Go sign up today. Ali, welcome back to the MCAT podcast. How you doing my friend? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me back. I'm excited. Uh, We're going to jump in. We're going to continue our breakdown of Blueprint MCAT Half-Length Diagnostic, which everyone gets for free, 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 free at blueprintmcat.com just by signing up for a free account. We've been uh, on the MCAT Podcast breaking down this full length or this half length as well as full length one, and we've done full length 10 in the past, all from Blueprint MCAT. So, uh, we are jumping into a discrete section in the psych world, which to me is very scary because discreets for me equal you have to know it or you don't. Yeah. Although I think I've proven that wrong potentially in, in some instances of discreet in the past where I could try to reason my way into an answer. Uh, but psych maybe not so. What, what are your thoughts on discreets in the psych world?
1: Yeah, a lot of them are content-based, but not all of them. You can still reason through some of it, and some of them cannot be answered without your reasoning skills. And you're like, m- they might have a figure, so you might need to analyze a graph or or just a bar graph. So, but the pressure is you need to get all fifteen of them. The psychos section, the way it's scored, the the curves usually is much tighter than chem, phys, and bio, biochem. Mm. In that, let's say, I'm aiming for a 128 on chem-phys and by a I might be able to lose 10, 15 questions, maybe, and maybe get close to my target. If I'm lucky with the curve, I'll get a 128 on sexos. You're probably getting 126. So it's uh, a lot of students do well with it. So your competition is fierce there. You need you need to get your discreet.
0: Yeah, points are made. Or broken uh, in in the psychoso section, unfortunately. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, jump into uh, question 11 here. I'll start. Um, Which, wait, which, not which. All right. So question 11. Researchers conduct an experiment to test the cannon-barred theory of emotional arousal. A simulated car crash is used in which the subjects were shown video of an oncoming vehicle. Which of the following results best supports the Canon Bard theory? And immediately I go, uh oh, I, I don't know what Canon Bard theory is. So I'm hoping there's something in the answer choices that will help me kind of figure this out, but I'm not holding out hope. So let's go to answer choice A subject spots oncoming vehicle. And there's a little arrow here. So leads to subject feels fear, which leads to subject heart rate rises. Answer choice B, subject spots oncoming vehicle, which leads to subject feels fear and subject's uh, heart rate rises. Okay, so answer choice A and B are very similar, except two things are happening at the same time in the second one, potentially. Answer choice C, subject spots oncoming vehicle, leads to subject's heart rate rises, leads to subject feels fear. Answer choice D, subject feels fear. Which leads to subject's heart rate rises. Subject, uh, which leads to subject thinks I am afraid. All right. So, so let's. Yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, I'm uh, sorry I'm interrupting you, but let's say you don't know what Canon Bard and.
0: Yeah, well, I don't like, think we have to one say of that. Them I is don't. Odd. <laughs> So there <laughs> maybe, there's two yeah. to me that uh, feel different, uh, and okay. those two are. Answer choice B because there's only one kind of arrow here uh, uh-huh. with the feel, fear, and heart rate rising happening potentially simultaneously. If, if that's what heart it's rates. if that's what it's telling me, that's exactly what it's telling us. Answer choice D also feels different to me because we're removing the spotting the oncoming vehicle. I don't know if the the test writers are like well that's a given, so we're just going to ignore that, and I'm going to feel fear. And I'm going to have my heart rate rise. And the difference here is there's this extra like psychological personalization kind of being brought into it going, I am afraid. I think I am afraid. So those two to me, B and D are the two that I'm like, okay, I think it has to be one of these because A and C, again, it's leads to, leads to heart rate rises, fear, all that stuff. It's just switched. I don't think those are dissimilar enough to, to worry about. Um, okay. So I'm going to throw out A and C, and I'm left with B and D. And I have no idea what canon Bard means. Uh, and so I would 50-50 this one and just go with B and move on.
1: Well, you, you would have gotten the correct answer here. So <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, the The canon Bard theory of emotion is that physiological arousal like your heart rate going up in, in, in a situation like seeing a car coming towards you and your 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 emotional uh, state like feeling afraid are separate They're independent they they happen in parallel they both occur they occur at the same time but there's no cause and effect relationship between mm. them. so b would, would would capture this that we start by well we see the car coming but mm. then Simultaneously and uh, this, like uh, uh, and independently, we feel afraid and our heart rate goes up. Okay. Now, one small like item in here that will help you eliminate some of the wrong answers is for all theories of emotion that are tested on the MCAT: the James-Lange theory of emotion, the Cannon-Bard theory of, uh, of emotion, and the Schachter-Singer theory of emotion. Your physiological response it's either faster or as fast as your emotional response. It's never slower. So the answer choices that put, oh, my heart raises after I feel afraid are, are just not consistent with any of the theories tested on the MCAT. Okay. So uh, something like answer choice A, your heart rate goes up at the end, is probably not it. And answer choice D, that you eliminated is also probably not it. So okay. my uh, my heart rate my heart rate will rise either with or ahead of me feeling the fear. Okay. So uh, answer choice C uh, is the James Lang theory of emotion that we our physiological change is what causes our emotional change. And the fun fact is Canon and Bard ran their experiments just to disprove James and Mang. Like B was run to this like discredit C because nobody liked the James Tank theory of emotion. <laughs> Canon and Bard like decided, nope, we're gonna disprove them. Wow. Now, uh they they came up with B. I,
0: I wish we had like uh, almost like a sports arena for research, where it's like, uh, no, I'm going to win. I'm going to show you're wrong. I think that would lead to research being, um, being a lot yeah. more fun a- and a lot more potentially public and publicized, and um, lead to lead to more kind of buy-in from the general public of like yeah. almost gladiator style, uh, which is gruesome to think about. But yeah, anyway. Might be cool. So got that one right, thankfully. Yeah. All right, going on to question 12. Go ahead and read this one.
1: All right. A psychiatrist performing a mental exam shows a list of 10 unrelated images to the patient and asks the patient to memorize them. The exam continues and a few minutes later, the psychiatrist requests that the patient describe as many images as he can recall if most of the remembered images come from the beginning and the end of the list, so not the middle, we can infer, mm-hmm. this is an example of, all right. So walk me through your thought process here.
0: Uh, my thought process is my wife's a neurologist and very similar to a psychiatrist does a lot of these exams. So I'm, I'm picturing her doing these exams with patients and, um, I, I don't know. So they're they're recalling things on the the edges and not in uh-huh. the middle. So I, I can picture it, but I don't I don't know how to.
1: Yeah, but let's try let's try to think about how EMC can trick us. Yeah. Did they tell us that they recall one of the edges better than the other one? No. No. All right. So any answer choice that tells me that they remember only the first few or only the last few are incorrect they're too narrow I'm looking for an answer choice that describes they member both
0: mm. okay. so
1: let's go and look at those answer choices we'll take that into effect and a lot of times and in here the challenge is like a lot of times in psychology the terms used make sense English language wise so we'll see we'll see what answer choices describe the situation we we just talked about so um, if I want to remember only the last few, which answer choice do you think describes that?
0: Recency for me is only the last few because those yeah. are the most recent ones that I heard.
1: Perfect. What about only the first few? Uh,
0: primacy potentially, right? Primary, Perfect. early. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. yeah. So that. Love that it. Okay. Okay. So now I'm going to go ahead and get rid of
1: both of these answer choices.
0: Okay. So I'm left with the serial position effect and the cognitive bias effect. Cognitive bias to me doesn't seem like this is what it's like I don't I don't remember what cognitive bias is but it it seems to me like much broader than just like oh I can't recall the middle ones. Yeah, um, like
1: cognition and memory are are
0: yeah. separate concepts. Yeah. So so I'm going to Skew away from that one and go to serial position. My concern with picking serial position is that potentially serial position means you remember, you remember things that are kind of close to each other in order serial position and so I'm like well maybe that's not the right answer because I didn't remember the first three or the middle three or the last three yeah. I remembered some at the beginning some at the end True. so that's my concern with B but I've kind of left myself stuck with that answer anyway
1: uh, yes. <laughs> like this is one of the cases where well the, the meaning of the words does not match up specifically with the theory but this is about the position in the list mm. so the beginning position, the middle position, and the end position, and we tend to remember more beginning and end. So uh, that's why uh, uh, B is our, our our correct answer. Yeah, it's not. This is not a cognitive bias where you're biased mm-hmm. like to the beginning of the list or the end of the list where you think they're <laughs> better words or images, so you remember them better. Yeah. So uh, this is not one of our, like, the way we think biases. This is a memory test, and therefore we can eliminate C. A and D, I think you did a good job of eliminating just based on what the question STEM gave us. We don't have enough to discriminate between A and D, so we'll eliminate both. Mm. And B is the sum of A and D, so B is our correct
0: answer. Okay. All right, question 13. A physician accepts a new job and finds that for the first several months of work, most of her effort is spent learning the mechanisms by which doctors, patients, insurance companies and the government at federal and local levels interact to deliver and pay for care. She particularly notes that the influence by the hospital's legal department often often supersedes that of other important administrators who hold MDs. Her experiences and observations most closely reflect what theory of sociology? All right, so I, I get to let me kind of rephrase this. The doctor's working yes. sees that legal department outweighs doctors, uh, and uh, there's there's something weird there, and so I got to figure got to figure out why that is, uh, what what theory potentially that is. Yeah, so. A functionalism, B, conflict theory, C, feminist theory, D symbolic, symbolic interactionism. So I'm gonna get rid of C right off the bat, right? This this Good. didn't say, hey, the, the women in charge got got everything that they wanted and ignored the men. So this one to me is just an easy, an easy giveaway. Um, functionalism. I have no idea what that means. I could potentially try to stretch and go, well, is it like the function of this system? And that's what we're talking about. So I'm like, eh, maybe I could see that working. Conflict theory. Um, so conflict theory potentially is an easy answer because it's like, well, there's a conflict. There's people who are making decisions and other people who are are uh, being superseded. But the, 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 this question doesn't really talk about the conflict that arises from it. It just talks about some people's uh, decisions are more in favor than the other. So I'm going to get rid of B specifically because the word conflict to me, I would have expected something in the question that led mm-hmm. to conflict. So I'm going to get rid of that one. Hopefully. hopefully. Uh, symbolic interactionism. Uh, I don't see any symbolism happening, like symbolic. I don't, I don't know. Symbolic to me seems too big of a word and too fancy of a word that I would have seen some symbolism here. So I'm gonna go with A just because that's what I'm left with, and I, I kind of potentially rationalize, well, I, this is just the function of the system.
1: <laughs> You're very good at this. Like- <laughs> I don't know what this is going on, but let me pick the correct answer. That's awesome.
0: Oh, <laughs> so wow. so just to remind everyone, I don't look at these questions beforehand. I have no idea what we're doing. I'm just it, it, with the goal. And actually, it's it's funny. Some of our worst podcast ratings are from people who are like, Dr. Gray is too far removed from this material. He shouldn't be teaching it. I'm like, well, I'm not teaching it. I'm showing that you can think through these things. And sometimes my thought process is wrong and we can learn from that. But sometimes my thought process is right and I can get to a right answer without knowing anything.
1: Yeah. So like this is your plan B and this is one of the skills you want to build for the MCAT because there's no expectation you're going to go to the test and know the content on every single question. Nobody can. Like I've I've been teaching the MCAT for 13 years. I can't. Like if I take the MCAT tomorrow, there will be a few questions where I have no idea what this term means. Yeah. But that's fine. You can still so reason through the answer choices you do understand. Reason through the question stem to eliminate partially the correct answer. So the symbolic interactionism. There need to be a symbol, like like a high five or a thumbs up, is an example of symbolic interactionism. Yeah. So there need to be a symbol and it has to have an interaction between two people it's very it's about interaction between individuals and not about the role of social groups or like different institutions within a society mm-hmm. so this is too micro to be the correct answer here so we can eliminate the feminism should be the obvious one out here because no women's issue or women's right were were posed in the question stem yeah and here B was closer than you think, right? Like, it's, <laughs> uh, conflict theory is such an attractive answer choice in here, is because whenever we have one group dominating another group, where there are systematic inequality between these two groups, where to the point where we have class between between groups of people, this is conflict theory. Mm. But this question does not meet the requirements of conflict theory. There's no inequality, like. One group is making more decisions than another. That does not mean there's systematic inequality between the doctors and the lawyers in the hospital. And there's no suggestion that the doctors are a lower class than the lawyers okay. in, in, the, in the system. And this is conflict theory at its core is about competition over limited resources. There's no limited resource in here. It's not like the hospital has a pool of money that they can only give to one group, and the lawyers are getting 90% of the money, and the, and the doctors are taking 10%. So again, I think this is too, like an example of one hospital is too narrow for us to discuss it in terms of conflict theory. So uh, that's why functionalism, even though this is probably one of the like most indirect examples of functionalism, but we can see that, well, we have different departments, they have different functions and decision making is the function of the, the, the law, the lawyers or the law office, whatever they want to call it.
0: Awesome. All right, so four for four in last week's passage uh three for three in the in the discretes uh, i think I think I should just hang up and just retire the the MCAT podcast here and and call it good um okay so so again for everyone watching everyone listening. Uh, who's frustrated sometimes that I forgot what enzyme is used for whatever in chem-phys or bio-biochem, the the goal of me trying to answer these questions isn't to, to prove that I know what I'm talking about. It's to show a thought process that I have with the hopes that either my thought process is correct and you can learn from that and show how you can potentially get to the right answer or that my thought process is wrong And Ali, the smart blueprint MCAT uh, live online instructor here and tutor here can help correct my thought process, in turn helping you learn more about the thought process. Because the MCAT is much more than just knowing the answers. It's about understanding how the questions are written, understanding how the passage is written, understanding how the answers are written to get the right answers. 100%. All right, there you have it. Again, Blueprint MCAT Diagnostic, PsychSosh discrete set of questions today. I hope this breakdown has been great for you. Continuing our breakdown uh, next week as well before we jump into some fun series here on the MCAT Podcast. Again, don't forget to go sign up for that free Blueprint MCAT account at blueprintmcat.com to get this half-length diagnostic for free. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the MCAT Podcast.